0: welcome to your lot and parcel podcast our mission is to emphasize the importance of preserving historic landmarks for future generations mental health physical well-being and a safe family home environment we value your monetary support here's your host benjamin f diaz
1: My guest today is a grooming guru who provides you grooming tips and a whole lot more I want you to know. He has a full line of shaving gear that will blow your mind, incidentally. It covers all your shaving needs and then some. Do you want to know how to grow a mustache? He is the right guy to consult. He is the host of your new favorite wet shaving show called I'd Lather Be Shaving. He is a wet shaving software hardware developer, podcaster, blogger, man about town, and is known by his legal trade name, and here he is, Douglas Smythe. Thank you, Doug, for coming on your Lot and Parcel show to tell us about the benefits of shaving. I'm really excited to learn some a few things. I've been around a little while, you know, and I do shave. <laughs> but uh, hey, before we get into that, please tell us about yourself and how you got into your field of interest, if you
2: would, Doug sure first off thanks ben for having me it's Absolutely. a pleasure and a privilege um how i got involved in traditional shaving and male grooming really goes back to like my childhood my mother was a hairstylist my okay, grandfather a okay. barber before that oh, uh, okay. my dad would who, who inherited two safety razors from his father uh actually my mother's father uh would use them on the weekends he was working you know nine to five during the week so he didn't really have time and he you know kind of gave into the cartridge razor and the multi-blade um lifestyle but on the weekend he would take it slow and you know set up the safety razor putting a double-edged blade and shave and he would set up a little stool next to the sink for me to stand on and he'd lather me up with the brush <laughs> and going. give me a razor without the blade and like we'd, we'd shave together you know so mm-hmm. that's how i was indoctrinated at such a, an early age um, and you know from there on uh, once I was of shave age, I got sent a cartridge razor in the mail, as most guys my age did. Um, I think it's when you register for the civil service they share that information with Gillette, and oh. you often will get a razor in the mail on your 18th birthday, or in or around your 18th birthday, which yeah. happened to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they got me for a long time. I was I using cartridge so. razor. Yeah, I, I forgot so. the you know I forgot the ancient knowledge my dad taught me, mm. but in all actuality. It just wasn't available anymore the, the double-edged blades were off the market you couldn't find a safety razor it's only now thanks to the internet that this is making a, a comeback over the last 20 years because now it's accessible again you can find the things out there that you need the components whereas yeah. during the 80s 90s even the 70s it was very difficult to keep up with it
1: yeah that's interesting you know uh, you say gillette that sure brings back memories uh, doug uh, oh, when i was a little guy my my folks uh, my dad would watch the the boxing and boxing on tv you know
2: oh yeah the commercials yeah. they were all about gillette you know so, oh yeah oh gosh. yeah they had some of the boxes our sports players were in the commercials too you know yeah
1: yeah wow but um yeah
2: well uh doug uh,
1: tell us uh, can you speak to the history of shaving for us a bit
2: oh geez uh yeah that goes way back now, and, I mean, you know it's funny because we actually have a morning shave show which it sounds different than what it is it's kind of like uh <laughs> okay. it's, it's more like a, yeah, a history yeah. meets antique road show type oh, morning okay. show okay. where we talk about the history of shaving and we cover a lot of this stuff um <clears throat> in regards to the history but also the history of the different razors that you can still find out there the vintage mm. ones but it goes back further than what we would you know expect mm-hmm. it goes back about a hundred thousand years oh. um, roughly roughly yeah, yeah. um and Men were, and men and women possibly as well, were doing it for more religious reasons, it seems, mm-hmm. um, and using clamshells, shells that they could find on the beach, anything they could sharpen, and oh, they would wow. scrape or <laughs> shave. It was a, a rough version of shaving. I'd say it's more scraping or tweezering, using the clamshells mm-hmm. like tweezers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's evidence of that happening as far back as 100,000 years ago. Um, and then when you get to around 50,000 years ago, 45,000 years ago, shaving starts happening. Mm. And typically these things are started by, you know, religion, but also uh, lice and whatnot. You know, I mean, people living closer together. Um, so shaving proved to be beneficial when it came to health because there was no healthcare back no, then. Uh, yeah. So they would be using, you know, obsidian or other sharper rocks. Mm-hmm. And once again, going to shells and sharpening the edges of them and using them to... to you know rudiment shave with them mm-hmm.
1: uh and that
2: goes for all body hair but you know for religious yeah. purposes it typically affected the scalp as well yeah. um and then you get to well you get to about rome and um now it's more of a safety issue not necessarily when it comes to uh, lice but more Battling with like Trojans and whatnot, or uh, Spartans like mm-hmm. yeah, the beard was an easy target for your enemy when you're hand to hand fighting to grab someone by the beard, and now you've got them in a vulnerability, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was encouraged they shaved off the beards
0: mm-hmm. and um,
2: uh, and they would use again obsidian, but they were, weren't as sophisticated, I, I would say, as the Egyptians. So they'd often rely on pumice stones too. Um, so they'd be rubbing it off, and it's uh, w- which is funny because you see, this. there's a certain crystalline. Our crystal block going around now, uh, coming out mm-hmm. of Asia, encouraging this rubbing of hair off the skin again, and it's it's a different design, but it's the same principle back from you know the Roman wow. times. Wow. So it's interesting to see that make a comeback. But um, and then Rome eventually they they invented a a, a very rough version of the razor, which resembled more like brass knuckles than a razor.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but if you could imagine brass knuckles in your hand,
1: mm-hmm.
2: on the knuckles would be a blade and they used that I don't exactly know how they were holding that but that was called the Novacila. and hmm. um that was used for uh, for shaving shaving the face I don't know if women were using it I suspect it was a man thing and they were carrying them with them because it could also probably be used as a weapon oh. like brass knuckles in hmm. fact the origin may be the same so there's a lot we don't know about that but that hmm. that's probably what was going on <clears throat> yeah
1: well that's interesting you, you speak of uh using uh, shells and rocks and whatsoever there. But I'm thinking of the straight razor. I mean, uh, um, I used to go to the barber when I was a a little guy and and, uh, yeah, they were using the straight razor,
2: Uh, you know, sharpen it
1: on that leather belt, you know. Yeah, the strap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, my grandson, He thought about becoming a barber, and uh, he practiced using a straight razor, uh, practiced shaving a balloon, taking off that lip cream, you know? I'm sure you've heard of that, right?
2: Oh, we've Uh, done it on our show, too, to show the test.
1: (laughs) And he got pretty good at it. He wouldn't pop a balloon. I don't know how many balloons would go through. He he got pretty good
2: at it. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Or slicing a hair, just a single hair when it's really sharp. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember uh, being shaved by a straight razor. Uh, of course, they put yes. that hot towel over your face, you know, and just kind of soften things up.
2: Exactly, and, uh, and that's typically it's that type of shave that guys are getting nowadays that points them in the direction of traditional shaving because they realize after they get that done, they don't have uh, to shave for like a week afterwards. It's such a close, smooth shave. Close. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. different than what you're getting from the cartridge razors. So very, it really stands out.
1: Oh yeah, very clean and, and polished. Uh, so yes. is that the uh, is is that how you would define traditional shaving?
2: That's one of the tools using it. You can go the straight razor route or you can go safety razor route where you would use double-edged blades. It all comes down to just using a single blade in the end rather than the cartridges or the multi blades. But Mm -hmm. um, traditional shaving, really, at the end of the day, it's more about what you're using um, besides the razor. You could probably get away with calling cartridge razors uh, traditional shaving as long as you're using a soap with a brush. Mm-hmm. that pretty much defines wet shaving you'll right. often hear wet shaving thrown around and um which is kind of vague because most men think they're wet shaving because water is always involved right. but uh yeah wet shaving when you hear that about traditional shaving it, it will always involve a brush and a soap puck not mm-hmm. a can of, not a can of soap Right. so right. yeah but yeah we are really just trying to push people back to the one blade system using one blade because every time you drag a blade across your face you're right. taking off a layer of skin So with one pass with a cartridge razor, you're taking up multiple layers of skin. And that's why Mm -hmm. you see a lot of men growing beards these days. They're not using the right tools for the job. So they typically hate shaving. They're shaving way too close. The hair's dropping below the skin where it's going to cause all types of problems like ingrown hairs, even razor burn. And so we inadvertently have given ourselves sensitive skin. Whenever I speak anywhere, I always ask the audience, how many men here think they have sensitive skin? And nine out of 10 hands go up every time. How can this possibly be? Mm -hmm. We're just using the wrong tool for the job. We're doing it to ourselves. It's not a one size fit saw thing, where when you look at traditional shaving, there was multiple uh, brands of blades out there, and razors and brushes. You can really customize it for your own unique face. You can't do that with cartridge razors or multiple blades. Interesting. Let me ask you a personal point. What do you use, Doug? I use my razor. <laughs> <laughs> you use your razor, okay. <laughs> I Yeah, we have a bunch that we offer, but uh, yeah, I typically yeah, base yeah. my designs off of traditional, uh, yeah. long-lost, uh, obscure razor designs that I never really get a chance to uh, develop because Gillette was such a king of the industry back then. Yeah, was. Small, it was it, it was taking out smaller uh, inventors, smaller razor companies, just either buying them out or just killing them in the market that they just never really got to evolve. So I go back and try to find these older designs that really need another look at and bring them back into the market, reboot them, I guess you could say, and uh, maybe make some tweaks, modernize them a little bit, make some tweaks that, you know, play a part of the evolution is what it all comes down to these designs
1: Mm -hmm. Well, tell us about your razor and I know you have some products as well can can you share that with us
2: sure Uh, yeah we have a few different safety razor designs I don't do straight razors I own some vintage straight razors that I may do on the weekends every now and then but for the most part I do safety razors which would be and I prefer the traditional design of a three piece safety razor Mm -hmm. where you can drop in a double edged blade and um, screw it together and that's Mm -hmm. it it's really it's a simple design um, and these razors are made out of metal. It's not the plastic, you know, one-size-fits-all cartridge mm-hmm. razor. This thing is an heirloom piece. You know, you can pass it down to your children and your children's children. In fact, if you look at eBay, you can find many vintage razors that are, you know, 80-plus years old that will mm-hmm. still shave you as good today as they did when they came off the assembly line oh, wow. so mm-hmm. long ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I recommend people looking there as well. You can get vintage Gillettes. Vintage Gillettes you're more up to find in these, on eBay in the United States anyways because this was mm-hmm. a very big Gillette industry, nation, uh, where there's a lot of great European designs, too. But you're going to have to look at foreign uh, eBay's versions of eBay to find those more often than not. But yeah, there's lots of vintage Gillette out there if you're still looking.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And there's other designs, too. You know, there's the three-piece safety razor, razor, which I prefer. There's also adjustable safety razors. There's the butterfly silo door safety razors where you twist the handle and the (laughs) silos on the top open up people noobs especially are really attracted to these because they're so unique looking um but they all do a great job and the fact is I always test, tell people to test out different blades hang with a different brand of blade a week buy mm-hmm. a sample a pack of blades try different razors because not uh, they're not all equal one, one will work better on your face than the other so it's really it's trial and error and finding out what works mm-hmm. for you
1: yeah and hey, would you say the contour the face is a factor?
2: Definitely. Contour, skin quality, even the hair quality is going to affect that blade and the razor. So yeah, everyone's got a a different, unique area to work with. And we Mm -hmm. often forget that.
1: Mm -hmm. Because I use a safety razor. And uh, what do you recommend? How many times you would use uh, a safety razor before you toss it?
2: Well, a double-edged blade would I mean for me anyways it I, it gets three to four uses yeah. and you know that's another thing when you compare it to a cartridge razor there's no yeah. plastic involved it's all metal right. so you don't have to feel bad about even throwing it out after one time use yeah. you just never want to shave with a dull blade and since yeah. cartridge razors are always so expensive or historically expensive where you get four for like $25 yeah. um, we tend to push them longer because they're so expensive so we end up using duller blades which also play a part in the ingrown hairs, just the, the shave, the razor burn and the, the poor quality shave, the, which only hurts our skin. So mm. uh, with a safety razor, yeah, you only need to use that blade once. You can probably push it to about four or five times. Mm. Um, and, you know, and with e- within each shave too, it's how many passes you do that will also mm. play a part in how many times the, the blade is used. Okay. And so, you know, I know growing up, I would do, I would lather up with the goo in the can and then use a cartridge razor and just pass it one time through and rinse and then I was done. I you know just did that one pass. No yeah. one ever taught me really when it came to a cartridge razor how many passes to do, so I didn't approach it as I would with a traditional razor, but I do multiple passes. I, you know, lather up, shave in one direction with the grain, rinse and repeat. Lather up again, now shave in another direction, maybe across the grain, rinse mm-hmm. and repeat, And I shave against the grain and I hear a lot of people talking about how against the grain is a bad idea, don't ever shave against the grain. That comes out of cartridge razors and multi-blade razors. That's when we started seeing, you know, the uh, invention (laughs) of these things. It's when we started seeing ingrown hairs more like in 1970, 71. And the only reason why cartridge razors and multi-blade razors were ever invented was because Gillette and Wilkinson Sword were running out of their patents for double-edged blades. So they needed a new invention. I so it was think. never, ever about a better, closer shave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was always yeah. just they needed a new patent. They went from multi-million dollar companies to multi-billion dollar companies overnight. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's
2: oh, well. what drove the cartridge racers. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was uh, commercially driven. So, uh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you, you indicated the, the, the uh, $1 shave. Uh, uh, there's one that we know that's very... Uh, oh, you, yes. There's you know, a couple the, of them. Yeah. Uh, Harry's. What what do you think of that? To,
2: well, I think, apply? you know, Okay. So as I said, you know, buying cartridge raises recently, you know, it's it's changed, but it used to be four cartridge raises for or mm. blades for $25. Now you have mm. these shave clubs out there. And my you know, which is fine, you're saving a buck or two, but does it really I mean, at the end of the day, you may be saving money, but you're still hurting your face by using inferior products and the wrong tools for the job. It's not mm. one size fits all. Mm. So we gotta get past thinking like that. We're saving money when we're hurting ourselves. Uh we're probably spending more money on creams to take our bombs, take care of this ingrown hair and the razor burn. Uh, we're using exfoliating products um, where there's nothing more exfoliating than a good shave or using a shave brush. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we're, we're pushed all these other products on us. Um, mm-hmm. Plus you're throwing out these products where the safety is our traditional razor. You're, you don't throw that out. You just reload one single blade. So mm-hmm. in the long run, if you do it right and if you want to, you will save money and have a better shave.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, uh... I've never grown a beard. I, I stay pretty clean shaven. Uh, I don't even have a mustache, you know, but uh, I, I enjoy a good clean shave. Uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, in thinking about it, shaving, what, what, what's the best uh, shave? Uh, wh- where do you begin to, to have a, uh, the best shave that you can? Is it, let me ask you this before or after a shower?
2: After, always after. after. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's relying on that same principle as the hot towel you mentioned earlier. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because the key, the reason why we say wet shaving is what water is the key to a great shave. Mm -hmm. The only reason why we use lather primarily is to hold hydration to the whiskers Mm -hmm. so it can suck it up. And it does. And the whisker will grow fatter and thicker and become softer. So the more water that's on your beard, the longer the time, the softer and more of an easier target it'll be for the blade. Mm -hmm. So yeah, at, definitely after a shower. So your yeah. beard can really drink that up. And, and if you want to, you could do a hot, hot towel as well. I mean, if that's your thing, I mean, some guys still yeah. do that. Uh, but I personally, myself, I shave in the shower. Cause I feel like it's shaving inside a hot towel, you know, conditions oh, are yeah. perfect I, and uh, very little that. cleanup. Yeah. I've done a- that. Amen. The, right. <laughs> but, t-
1: but usually, usually I, I use a towel and uh, a hot towel. And, and then I go ahead and take a shower after the, after my shave, but um uh, I have done it right. In a, in, in a pinch. I would shave in the shower uh, Yeah, when, I, when yeah. I have to go somewhere really quick, you know. But let me yeah. ask you, is there a certain technique in holding the razor? Is there a certain degree angle that should be used?
2: That's a great, great question. Um, because, yeah, if someone's listening to this con- conversation and yeah. goes out and buys a safety razor and tries to apply any of the cartridge razor multi-blade technique, mm-hmm. they're going to end up in a world of pain. Because with a safety razor, you don't want to apply pressure. It's made out of metal. It's heavy. Mm. Oh, the blade gosh, wants yeah. to shave you. So let that do the work. Don't yeah, press okay. it down as you would a cartridge razor. Um, so it is a little different technique there. It's a slight learning curve, but really not much. It's very intuitive. Let the weight of the razor do the work. And the angle would be 30 degrees. And Three the thing degrees. is, as you, yeah, you can, I mean, you can press it right to your face, Um uh, Vertically, and as you're pulling it down your face, just slightly turn it to find the right angle. You'll know when it grabs onto the hairs or when it starts mm-hmm. cutting the hairs. You'll 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 feel it, feel it, or you'll hear it too. That's another thing about safety razor shaving is the audible feedback is there, so you can hear mm-hmm. it on a good razor. Yeah, uh, but yeah, thirty degrees is the typical angle, and that's the same angle you would use with a straight razor. And I mean, because it's really it's so it's a fixed angle on a safety razor, but that's the same angle you would use with a straight razor shave. Thirty degrees.
1: Thirty degrees. Of course, we're talking about shaving, but it's not limited to just us guys, right?
2: (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) I don't know how they do it. I mean, they again, as I mentioned at the beginning, they have more surface area to cover than us. So, I mean, you know, when guys start bragging about their shaving, it's like, no, no, listen to her. She's got a lot more to do.
1: That's right. You know, and
2: if, if you're a woman listening to this. Uh tricks for that is I would say, pick up a safety razor. You're not going to need close to shave. You won't have to shave mm-hmm. as much between days and go for the longer handle ones If for a woman, if you're shaving your legs. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something with cartridge razors. They often fail or drop the ball on. They give you like these, the women razors, especially they're smaller mm. and they always did this historically too. Gillette, <laughs> Gillette was the first company to really tell women they're doing something wrong and they need to shave. They need to buy razors. They they sold that idea to the population, uh, way back, <laughs> and uh, but they would give them like in, you know the wrong the wrong sized tools, um, but they still made sales. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I would say go for a longer handle uh, safety razor. And if you're into you know antiques and collecting, there's the Lady Gillette, which is a vintage razor from the '60s, the late '60s. And there's mm. a few models to choose from, a few different color options. But they have a night nice, that's finally when they got it, and uh, they give you a, a nice long handle for shaving your legs.
1: How about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good uh, some good points there.
0: You are listening to Your Lot and Parcel podcast. Please tell a friend and support the educational program by leaving us a rating or review. We thank you in advance.
1: We are spending time with a grooming guru, the founder of Phoenix Shaving. He has dedicated himself to creating a unique, long-lasting aftershave that blurs the line between a cooling splash and a cologne, or rebooting a classic safety razor or a scent from the past. If you want the best shave of your life, you will find the information in the show notes. He is known by his trade name, and here he is again, Douglas Smythe. Well, Doug if i have very dry or sensitive skin what what recommendations would you provide me
2: well, I would first have to look at why. Why do you have dry and sensitive skin? More often than not, we, like I said before, we think it's natural. We think it's us. We, we almost make it a part of our identity. Our identity. We have sensitive skin. We have to buy for that. Mm-hmm. When in all actuality, we've been inadvertently giving it to ourselves by using the wrong tools for the job for years. It's the cartridges. It's the multi-blades that make us think we have safe, uh, sensitive skin. When you move to the right tool for the job, that goes away. Skin mm-hmm. conditions will clear up. Overnight, almost, or at least within a month, when you start using a safety razor, your skin will repair itself and return to equilibrium where it's been out of whack for so long. So, yeah, a lot of guys think they have sensitive skin when they don't, and I'll I will have almost arguments in the chat bot on my website when a guy says, "I have sensitive skin." What do you have for that? I have to explain this, and they almost cling to this identity that they have. No, no, you don't understand. It's different for me. I really. It's like no, trust me. <laughs> and then they'll they'll reach yeah. out to me like, "You were right." <laughs> Cause I hear yeah. this, we've been doing this for a decade now. So I hear this all the time and it's like, no, we've been doing it to ourselves. But if you are suffering from sensitive skin, if it really is who you are and what your skin is um, there's nothing better than moisturizing, maybe staying away from any irritants. And that includes alcohol-based products. Maybe, you know, typically, I mean, historically we use alcohol-based products
1: mm-hmm. like
2: aftershave because it was an antiseptic. Back mm. in the day, you'd leave the barber and they weren't slapping the stuff on you. And a lot of people would die <laughs> from sepsis or whatever, or an infection oh, from a, from yeah. just a little nick. Yeah, in fact, yeah. Walden Pond would have never been written if Thoreau's brother didn't die from just that. Is that right? I yes. Guess. So yeah. it's important. To, I mean, we're, we're living in a cleaner environment nowadays and most men are shaving at home. So maybe not be as important. <laughs> but So that's one thing to stay away from if you have truly sensitive skin because there's mm. nothing more um, harsh on the skin than a slapping alcohol on freshly shaven skin. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if your skin's well-balanced and and, um, and healthy, it's fine because mm-hmm. most modern aftershaves not only have alcohol, they also have great skin food inside them as well. I guess mm-hmm. you could say it's very mm-hmm. nourishing. And so once there's the initial burn that kills everything, then there's the conditioning agents inside, natural conditioning agents uh, that will soothe the skin. And you know, so it's, it's the best of both worlds. So I won't... Sh- push them away from it, but I'll say at least try it. But if, yeah, if sensitive skin is your bag, definitely use, uh, bombs instead, conditioning, uh, conditioners, alcohol free. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, apply stuff during the day. I think men are talking more and more about skincare these days. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's lots of great products out there. Uh, niacinamide, um, retinol creams, um, guys are even doing mud masks nowadays. And I don't recommend someone does that, Mm. too many times a week. In fact, I would say maybe every couple of weeks, if you're going to do that, just mm. to draw her out and clean the skin, but then condition it with moisturizer right after that. And mm-hmm. the moisturizer should be balanced for your skin mm-hmm. uh, on your face, especially. Uh, don't over exfoliate more often than not, we're causing uh, sensitive skin also by over exfoliating. And you see more and more of these exfoliating products pedal towards men, these days. So we're over exfoliating. If you have shiny skin, if your forehead's shiny, yeah. you're over exfoliating. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep these things in mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, yeah that the struggle is there, real. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I
1: got over there. He's blinding me with that shiny head of mm-hmm. yours, Yeah. Know? right or you'll see
2: the guys with the beard oil they over (laughs) they use beard oil wrong and they have these like greasy beards so you're getting glare either from someone's forehead or their beard if you're if you're a beardo out there listening and you use beard oil which we also sell we also cater to the the, the Uh, furry among us but if you're using beard oil use it a little before bed a couple hours before bed while you're watching tv just to give your beard enough time to absorb it so mm -hmm. you're not getting your pillow all greasy and whatnot but don't Mm -hmm. use it during the day that Mm -hmm. just looks greasy
1: (laughs) I guess let me ask you this uh, we hadn't talked about it but uh, what's the best technique for skin hydration
2: what Skin would hydration be would be you know a, a it's, it's another one of those things that needs to happen immediately after a shower you shave or shower <laughs> yes yeah, so yeah. well that so it just seals the moisture in mm. um And, you know, and if you're at the gym, a lot of guys will go from the gym to work. Uh, I think less and less take advantage of the showers at gyms nowadays. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the cause of that is, but I I see it. Uh, So if you can't catch a shower after a workout, at least wash your face. Because then, otherwise, you have that sweat drying on your face, which is loaded with salt, which is only right. going to hurt your yeah. skin and dry it out even more. So, rinse that yeah. off, and then immediately use a face a facial moisturizer that's mm-hmm. specifically um, <clears throat> designed for your face. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's, that's what I do when my face is still damp. Uh, I, yeah. I will use a moisturizer. Uh, push come to shove, I've heard that uh, I, I've never done this, but even use something right after me. If you don't have anything, uh, a little bit of Vaseline. Uh, what do you think of that?
2: Well. I try to stay away from Vaseline just because it's a petrochemical, Ah, even uh, a lot of classic pomades will use that too. And like, you know, since we started using those, you know, a hundred years ago, petrochemicals in hair care products and skin products, Mm. a lot more has come to light (laughs) on their safety. So, but they they make a lot of like natural, all natural uh, veggie oil, uh, exotic ones sometimes that do that Almost have the same consistency, so I would move more in that direction. And this goes for mustache waxes too. A mm. lot of them have um, Vaseline or just other petrochemical stuff. And this isn't like to scare anybody, but it's just you know, it's like talcum powder. You know, we're we're learning more about that too. Yeah, Maybe we yeah, should be using yeah. it in baby diapers. It's yeah, the same thing yeah. with petrochemicals on your face or any type of carcinogen. You just well, don't it's, want to have it's it. It's uh, worth the scare. <laughs> I'm telling you. That. Yeah, I, I, you, gotta be you know, a sometimes. Agent there's like tough guys in the industry that like get all macho about this kind of thing. Oh, it's like, yeah. no, man. I mean, like it's, it's, it's okay to care about your health. <laughs> I mean,
1: like, Absolutely. No, I yeah. you got, um, I'm with you on that front. So let me ask you this question. Uh, Doug, uh, what if you have a little bit of acne You know, what would be the best approach? I mean, to, to have acne, then you have to shave. I mean, wh- how do you approach that?
2: Yeah. That's another thing. It's like, what is the cause of the acne? Is it uh, because we're agitating our skin by using cartridge raises and multi-blades? over exfoliating. uh, And then it would be about making the switch to safety razors where you might want to wait a few days before you jump in and make that switch and just let your skin kind of get back to balance. Don't put anything on it. Mm -hmm. But one thing that's um, also part of the traditional shaving um, idea or technique is potassium alum. Back -hmm. in the day, you may Mm -hmm. remember this, the crystal that barbers used to use, you wet it and you rub it on the face afterwards. It's it's nature's aftershave. Mm -hmm. It's astringent. So it closes up. It's, Loosely related to the styptic pencil, which would seal up the cuts. Remember those? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, this is a bigger block and it's not the exact same, but it'll seal up the skin. It's used, you know, and and you can use this in pickling, uh, used in water purification. Uh, There was one time where the Catholic Church had a monopoly on potassium alum, it was so popular. So it's it's nature's aftershave. It's kind of like a Swiss army uh, knife to a certain extent, because it has so many uses. A lot of people are using it as natural deodorant today too. If you're in a health food store, you may see the crystal. It's called Mm. the crystal. That's potassium alum. It's the same thing. So that actually is great for back acne or bacne, as some people call it. Also great for acne on the face. It dries it right up and clears it up a lot of the time. Men and women are both using these things. And in fact, I wish I knew of this when I was in high school myself, but that's another great fix when it comes to acne. So once you get that all figured out and sorted out, a traditional shave is going to be so much more healthier for the skin and get it back into balance
1: mm-hmm. absolutely i'm with you on that uh, you know you read things uh, doug they say that uh, uh in re- in regard to shaving that uh, the preparation and the technique is actually a little more important than the tools that you use but what you're telling me uh, it's actually uh, a combination of all that tools and, and the preparation and all that
2: yeah it yeah. is. It's kind of like yeah. uh, if there's any musicians out there, a good musician can make a crappy instrument sound good, but a good musician can make a great instrument sound even better, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. If you got the yeah. right tools for the job, like you wouldn't use, even though we often do, you wouldn't use a butter knife to screw in a screw, a flathead screw. But if it's the closest thing in hand, you grab it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if yeah, you use yeah, a screwdriver, it's going to yeah. take you less time. And it's going to be a better job. And you're less yeah. likely to strip it. It's the same principle. Good analogy. I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, um, we, uh, the uh, products, uh, tell us a bunch of products, uh, and, and you, you talk about uh, products, uh, how are they different, or how do they set apart from what's in the market today?
2: Well, we started, like, 2012 is when we really came out, and uh-huh. back then, the artisan shaving market was pretty much just artisan shave soap. There were no other products really on offer, slowly but surely, and we were probably maybe one of five artisans on the scene at the time. So we really got in at the right time and we were really innovating in a lot of stuff. A lot of the popular products available, artisan products available, we were the first to do them, like a pre-shave soap. Mm. Um, just something that you would use on the face. A lot of guys, you see them using beard oil or, uh, mm. I'm sorry, shaving oil. They'll mm. rub that on first. Some barbers do this too. They rub it on first um, and then put the shave lotion on top of it. I don't care for beard oils. I think it gums up the razor, or face uh, shaving oils. It gums up the razor. It gets in the sink. It's tough to clean. Um, It's not one of my favorite things. It's kind of messy and Mm. not needed. So I made a pre-shave soap instead, which goes on like a soap. You rub it against the grain. Sometimes I offer some that are mentholated. Actually, rather, I have a few that are mentholated too. So you can turn any shave into a mentholated shave. Whatever soap you use on top of it, this is going to apply the menthol all before that, which makes for a really cooling, refreshing, Mm -hmm. eye-opening shave. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so yeah, you know, the pre-shave soap um, and a few other products, like a loom-based products, aftershaves. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, we do it all. We do artisan shave soap, artisan aftershave, and we use – rather, it's an aftershave cologne. So, you get the all-day, you know, face-saving goodness of a traditional aftershave, but Mm -hmm. loaded with skin food, too, and the staying power of, of a cologne. So, you know, it's not like an aftershave where back in the day, scent was pretty much secondary and it didn't last long. It was fleeting. Ours are aftershave colognes. So it's like a two-in-one product. Um, we do gels as well, aftershave gels, mm-hmm. uh, bombs, um, razors, even our own blades, uh, scuttles too. A scuttle is, you may recall, uh, a shaving scuttle, which is like a little bowl with a handle.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and you know, it was before when there was a lot of cold water flats back in the day. You would heat up water and pour it into this thing. Dad would or grandpa would, mm-hmm. and uh, so we would give you hot water to shave with in your hand. And so that was like the original scuttle. But now they, we make lather scuttles where you actually build the lather in the bowl. There's two vessels. It's like a double jacketed uh, bowl where there's hot water in the bottom vessel and in the top. Is where you would load your brush with soap out of the puck or off the puck, and then move it over to the bowl. You move the brush over to the bowl, and you mm. so it's a heated bowl, and you're whipping up lather in that, and it keeps the lather hot the entire shave, mm. which is a game changer. You know, you don't get that with goo in the can or the shaving cream out of the can. Shaving cream out of the can is kind of cold when it goes on your face. It's doing the exact opposite than what you want, where it's just opening up the pores. Mm. Uh, it's cold. Uh, it's also loaded with propellants, which really have no business being on your face to begin with. A lot of these are carcinogens. So, and not only that, is it's just landfill. You know, it's fodder for the landfill, the can. With yes, traditional yeah. shaving, you're using a brush, you're using a soap, you're using yeah. a, a a metal razor. So it's better for your, you know, for the planet, better for your face, and better for your wallet at the end of the day too, with less mm-hmm. throwaway.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, and that's what I do. I use soap and water. I don't use a brush. I just, you know, slap the water on there in the soap.
2: <laughs> I'm always in i Oh, try day. a brush. Try uh, Yeah, you're Hard always. a brush. About, exactly. Okay. I'll try a brush. It? Yeah, you uh, should definitely try a brush. It's really, okay. it's, it it simulates the skin before the shave, too. I it really so. gets the blood flowing. And yeah. it's, uh, again, it's exfoliating. It's really, yeah. but it's a great way to lift the hairs on your face. And wow. get, Whereas you know a lot of the times, this is another thing about goo in a can or shaving cream is mm-hmm. it's loaded with air, little air bubbles. <clears throat> so on your skin, at a certain level, on your skin, it's like soap, air bubble, soap, air pocket, soap. so it's uh. not making complete contact with the skin. Whereas right. when you brush it on, you're forcing a more even coat of lather across your face, which protects the skin, creates glide. It just makes for a better uh, lubricating mm-hmm. medium than or a matrix than uh, yeah. goo in a can.
1: I can see that. Yeah. I, I'll try that. Uh, I'll, I'll and it's hot,
2: so. hot lather. It's yeah, nothing, yeah. I mean, there's nothing more, it's really soothing. It's almost meditative. A lot of guys compare it to like green tea ceremony where it's time to yourself <laughs> Is in right? front of the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really, it's yeah. super soothing. The lather, it's really like, it's tactile. It's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really relaxing and it's time. Dad gets to himself where you don't often. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. My gosh. Let me ask you this. I, I, um, you know, I, I, I had friends, you know, uh, the uh, I don't I never did that. Ask them what the procedure was, but they they wore a beard, you know, for quite a long time. So if somebody's listening and has a beard and they decide, well, I need to shave this off, what, what how would you go about doing that?
2: I would use electric clippers first to just take it down okay. as close as you can to the skin, and yeah. then use a traditional safety razor. And you may, I mean, depending on the quality of the whisker, because yeah. sometimes it's like it's just as strong. Uh, as as car you may have read in the past but uh, (laughs) um so you might want to i mean if you're taking out a lot you could switch the blade maybe one or two blades you could use but Mm. more i mean i'd say 90 percent of the guys out there will only need one blade it's really once you get the hair down with the electric shaver you'll be fine Mm. and so yeah you know use softening the hairs um with a shower beforehand or with a hot towel but i mean like hot towel is really like that's if you want to take it to that level. It really. Some people are turned off to traditional shaving because they think it takes longer now, and yeah. it doesn't. It's just like anything else. Once you learn it, you can you can fly through the process. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. that's really it. And I say, you know, if you do have a beard, and if if what brought you to growing that beard was you just don't like shaving, ask yourself what was I using for the job? Was I using the wrong tool for the job? And then at least, at the very least, give safety razors a try give a traditional razor a try and there's nothing more badass than a traditional razor or even a straight razor you know after james bond one of the films came out about i think like seven years ago maybe it was 10 years ago now Mm. and there was a scene with a woman shaving with a straight razor sales went up in straight razors across the country
1: you know Yeah,
2: yeah yeah interesting so there is something that you know that draws people to that i personally again i like the safety razor i don't even have to think about the safety razor there's yeah. a reason why it's called the safety razor exactly. a lot of times guys are frightened to pick the thing up but it's like it's called a safety razor <laughs> for a reason
1: <laughs> that's right that's right so when you have a beard uh, just to go back a little bit on that uh, it oh, yeah. seemed to me it would seem to me uh, doug that uh, the debris of all those dead uh, skin cells can get an impacted, right? Uh, with, oh, for the, sure. The, the hair follicles, and then there you go, you have acne, right? So, yes, that can uh, happen too. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was just, yeah, to take it back even further to that acne question, another thing guys can, should keep in mind is are you changing your towel that you're using to dry your face off enough during the week?
1: Uh-huh. Also,
2: pillowcases, uh, change your pillow more often, you know, a few, a couple times a week, yeah. because that can also cause acne. Uh, And Google that for more information on that. But yeah, for beard care, I recommend wash, shampooing the beard daily um, and conditioning. Use the same stuff you're using on your head and your beard. I know they sell products especially for your beard, but you can get away with definitely using the same stuff you're using on your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so keep that conditioned. Use a comb. Combing your beard will also stimulate the skin underneath that. Using a beard oil at night, like I mentioned, and maybe a beard balm during the day. If your beard is rough, if you have a soft beard, there's no need to use this stuff. If it's mm-hmm. wiry or unruly, that's another reason that you could use these things just to c- control it a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. Also, shape your beard. You know, no one likes the hair growing into their eyes or the neck beard. That just looks, <laughs> you know, it just looks disgusting. It looks gross. You look <laughs> yeah, like a caveman. Yeah, it does. So at yeah. least. Get that in there, shape the beard, make it look presentable. And sure. if, you, if you're good with scissors, you can even give yourself a little Van Dyke, you know, shape the beard nice and neat. No one will appreciate that more than your significant other, trust me. Uh,
1: exactly, exactly. So what would you say the benefits of shaving that would be, uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Does, does it really um, reduce uh, skin lines? Uh, and um, I don't know about wrinkles. Uh, I'm not there yet. But uh, what do you, what do you think? Does, how, how, how does it keep your skin? Cause we're talking about dermatology here, really. When yeah. About the, you know. So what well, do you say the benefits are for, for shaving?
2: Yeah. I mean, Exfoliation, the natural exfoliating uh, 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 yeah. properties of shaving. There's nothing more exfoliating and it's just speeding up the process of, of taking off the dead skin cells. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's forcing your, it's kind of like retinol. Or niacinamide, it's forcing the skin to repair itself faster, mm-hmm. so that that's a great thing. And that comes out of beard care and it comes out of shaving. Um, when it comes to fine lines and wrinkles and stuff like that, I mean, unless we figure out a way to like throw off the gravity switch, that's going to happen in time. <laughs> yeah, However, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you yeah. keep your skin moisturized and softened, it'll it it gives more elasticity to your skin, so it's less likely to, to show the signs of aging as fast as it would if you weren't using these things to soften the skin and mm-hmm. make it more flexible when it comes to gravity yeah, yeah, uh, yeah so keep it hydrated that's the you know and that comes within and without topically and how, what you're putting in your body too. a exactly. lot of it's dietary as well a lot mm-hmm. of you need you need hydration inside and outside absolutely i agree with that
1: i'll tell you what that'll keep your skin supple and oh flexible. yeah
2: absolutely Yep.
1: well it's uh, been interesting here um uh, Doug, um, how can my listenership uh, reach out to you to get more information on, on this topic and your products?
2: Awesome. Um, well, go to phoenixshaving.com and there's a little chat bot on there, a little chat box rather. And I'm typically on the other end of that, me mm-hmm. or my partner on the other end of that. And we, I, this is my passion. I can talk about this stuff all day if you have any questions. I love noobs. I love introducing people to traditional shaving so I can answer any of your questions there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're interested in learning more, We do a morning shave show called I'd Lather Be Shaving.com. I'd Lather Be Shaving.com. Go there. And it's kind of like, you know, um, it's like, wayne's world meets antique road show somewhere in the deserts of <laughs> yeah, arizona and it's fun good, that's good yeah. oh you know what it's a lot like car talk where whether you were into cars or not you still mm-hmm. listen to the show because it was entertaining and that's what we try to deliver with i'd rather be shaving as well so that's a great place to start we also do a conference every year too which is, we've kind of had to put on hold over the last couple of years for obvious reasons but um that should be coming back to it's called the big shave swest mm-hmm. and uh which I know it sounds silly, but I mean, it's a huge conference. We have artisans, vendors, speakers. It's pretty, it's a whole growing niche uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to traditional, the traditional shaving world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, phoenixshaving.com is the best place to find me and we've starter kits there. Check out the menu and uh, yeah, don't be a stranger.
1: There you go. Very good. Well, I appreciate the, uh, the information. Uh, you know, shaving is, is a manly thing. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. all do it. <laughs> yeah, you want to do it right and stay, yep. keep your, your, your skin healthy. So I want to thank you for coming on your Lot and Parcel show. And uh, Doug, I wish you the very best.
2: Hey, thank you, Ben. It's been a, a real pleasure. I hope I was able to help your audience out in some way, shape, or form.
0: Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. We hope you will join us in supporting home and family through your monetary funding. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.